everybody. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. My name is Jeff Antoniak, and we've got some very cool stuff for you here. Uh, some rhythmic concepts, some rhythmic ideas that apply to every instrument. Now, I do want to say, these Digging Deeper videos, all of them, 75 of them now, apply to every instrument. There may be one that was saxophone specific. I think literally one where we talked about some equipment and some tone. Everything is about music and about jazz. And I'm specifically talking to adult amateurs and semi-pros out there, folks who tend to not have enough attention paid to them. So that's who these videos are for, and they are for all instruments. Now, today I wanna talk about reverse partito alto, whatever that is. So I tell you what, if you go back to the previous video, if you didn't see number 74, you may wanna stop and jump in there. You can go ahead here. This isn't exactly rocket science, but everything will make much more sense if at some point you go back and look at number 74, where we talk about partito alto. As you can see from number one on the sheet, this is a rhythm. It's a samba rhythm from the country of Brazil, and it is a two-measure rhythm. It turns out many African-derived, West African-derived rhythms tend to be two measures long sort of like uh, the clave, the 2-3 clave, or the 3-2 clave. Uh, we've all heard those before, I think. So the 3-2 clave, if you take the second measure and put it first, first measure and put it second, you just swap those measures around, you get an entirely different rhythm, an entirely different groove, but of course they're both clave, they're both based on the same material. Well, that's what happens with partito alto and reverse partito alto. Last week, last video, we talked about partito alto, which is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, and, 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 a one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one. Wow, that's doing a lot of things at once. I think I did it. Okay, so reverse partito alto, we put the second measure first. Now this is, a lot of people find this trickier because we have to start on this and of one. So let me count us in and let me do it for you. One, two, three, four, 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 one, two, three, and, and, and. On, 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 off, off, off. On, 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 off, off, off. It's tricky, and a lot of us tend to flip it around into a more comfortable place. For a lot of us, we look at this rhythm and we see all these quarter notes in the middle of the measure. We see four quarter notes, beat three and four of the first measure, beat one and two of the second measure, and we get lulled into those quarter notes. Some of us can play the rhythm once, but when we get to measure three, when the rhythm restarts on that end of one, Things go haywire, so uh, yeah, tricky one. So a lot of us should probably go back to the previous video, get very comfortable with partito alto, practice it for a week, and I gave you a lot of good practice tips there. Practice it for a week and come and do this one. So much like we did in the previous video, let me do this, let me play some scales for you, major scales, this is number two on the sheet. And I'm gonna play some major scales that are written out with reverse partito alto rhythm. By sheer luck of the draw, there's the same number of notes in the partito alto rhythm as there are in a major scale or a minor scale or a dominant scale or any of the modes. Let me play it for you. One, two, three, four.
Let me do this again, this major scale, and I'll just do it against a uh, samba drum track, and you can maybe hear it a little bit better. Tricky, tricky, tricky. So not only, now I'm pretty comfortable with this rhythm. I've played it tens of thousands of times. Let's say hundreds of thousands of times, I'm sure. I've played this a lot. This was so good for my sense of rhythm, but playing the saxophone. So I, I played some major scales. I think I did each one twice, and then I started going up in half steps, right? You all know your major scales, or you know one of them. Well, so why not play it with this rhythm? You've practiced it. You should keep practicing your scales every day. So how about do it with a new rhythm like this? Okay, now as I was doing that, it's so percussive. I'm having to stop and start the notes, right? So on the saxophone, it's tonguing, it's articulation. It's what am I doing with my air to start and stop my air so quickly? Playing this on electric bass or playing this on guitar. How do you get that precise sound? How do you not get fret buzzes? How do you not have one note be too long? There's a lot to be done here. It's a fantastic exercise. Let me do the third one. I'm just using a cool altered dominant arpeggio I like. It's one, three, flat five, flat seven. It's a cool rhythm. So again, partido alto, this is reverse partido alto. This comes from Brazil. It's a samba rhythm. And you can read so much more online. There's a zillion videos of how to comp on the guitar with this, how to comp on piano, how to use this as a snare drum rhythm as you're playing samba. And so what I'm suggesting, all those things, do all that. But if you're a singer, Wow, learn this rhythm and get precise with it. This is the key to getting inside this Brazilian feel. There are many other great rhythms to use as well. This is a good one. This is a classic. All right, let me do this. I'm going to play one note samba and use some reverse partido alto for you.
right, reverse partido alto. So I played just the rhythm and I was sort of playing through the changes, a lot, a lot of chord tones. And after a while, I started improvising with the rhythm. Now, um, everything I was playing was derived from that rhythm for me. And yes, a different player would derive different rhythms. A Brazilian guy, maybe it was more legit stuff that he was playing. It was hipper, more Brazilian sounding. That would make sense. I'm not Brazilian. However, that rhythm was going through my mind the whole time. So when I would play a string of eighth notes, I think there was a time I may have played eight or 10 eighth notes, but the whole time I played those eighth notes, I was thinking, so I wouldn't be surprised if my articulation, if I played 10 eighth notes in a row, I may have articulated the partido or reverse partido alto inside that. I may have changed directions on the important notes. And yes, this takes a lot of practice. That's why you're going to start today and why you're going to do this for five minutes a day. How many times can you play this rhythm in five minutes? Hundreds and hundreds of hundreds. So at the end of the month, thousands, thousands, tens of thousands of times you've played this rhythm. What a great thing to practice. So thank you so much for tuning in here. Um, I would love to send you the PDF. This will probably be something you'll want to get a hold of. The PDFs are always free for this video or any of the previous videos. So write us. And if you want to dig into this kind of material deeper personally, um, I would love to work with you at jazzwire.net. So make your way over there and uh, check out what we have going on. Thank you so much. I want to hear some uh, Brazilian Partido Alto from you all this week. Take care.